Welcome to the Sales and Presentation Podcast. This is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want to transform their sales activity, deliver awesome presentations, and win more sales pitches. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. This is Trevor Lee. This is episode 99 of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. Wow. We're just one away from the big hundred. And then hopefully we'll get, uh, well, (laughs) big round of applause. (laughs) Okay, we better save that for when it actually happens. Now, on this episode, I want to talk to you about why you need to change the way you answer the phone. Okay, whether that's your mobile phone, but particularly your company phone. So, wait for the podcast and enjoy the tips and ideas that will help transform the way you answer the phone. We use our phones, don't we? Hundreds of times a day, probably. I don't know, you can get that little report, don't you? So your screen time is actually... But how many calls are you actually making on the phone? Not that many, I suspect. So, in that case, if you make a call to a business because you might be interested in buying their product or service it's increasingly important that they answer that call really well. So if you're a business that relies on, you know, or has people, you know, have your phone number, and you probably all do, either your mobile number or your company number, then this episode will share some tips and ideas to make the most of that. So here's the starting point. It's reckoned in the business-to-business sector that around 70% of the decisions we make now about buying a product or a service from an organisation are made before we have any interaction with them. So we go through all that process of knowing we've got a problem, we've got something we need to, something to solve. We do our evaluation, we research the opportunities and the options. We narrow it down to you, your company, and then I call you. So if that's the case, it's really important, isn't it, that when if I call you, whether it's on your business landline or your mobile number, that you really respond positively to that call. Because I'm ringing you to confirm that you are my number one choice. So no longer am I making an inquiry, I'm actually ready to buy. And that's the mindset that we need to shift in businesses today. Because I think a lot of businesses are still thinking, oh, the phone's ringing, might be someone ringing up complaining, or it might be, you know, just a general inquiry. If you think, if you turn that thinking around to think that that caller is a buyer, it will really make a difference to the way you handle calls across the company. Because even if it's not a buyer, if it is just someone making a general inquiry or indeed someone moaning about you about something, you'll be in a better frame of mind to answer the call better and deal with it, whatever it happens to be. And let's not forget, you know, that first impression is very crucial, isn't it? When I run the sales uh, workshops and um, customer experience workshops, I ask people, so how long have you got to make a first impression? And um, the average response I'm getting at the moment is nine seconds. Now, that's not long, is it, to make that first impression, make it a really good one. So we've got to do that. So how are we going to do that? Well, if it's your mobile that people are ringing, then clearly the way you answer the mobile is really important. So if it's an unknown number, then you make, you know, think it's a customer or a potential customer senior message somewhere ready to buy. If you can't answer your phone, and you know we all we, you know we expect sometimes that well a lot of the time mobile may go to voicemail, 
So two questions for you. What's your voicemail message at the moment? Do you know? Can you write it down without having to listen to it? Just make sure it's not saying you're on holiday, you'll be back in January. All right. And how many rings does it take to get to your voicemail? Because if it's more than five, there's a chance I'll hang up and I'll go somewhere else. And you'll never, you know, you'll get an unknown caller, missed call, and that'll be it. And you won't know that I was about to spend a lot of money with you, but you know, it took too long to go to your voicemail. So check how long it's going to take to get to your voicemail. Now, if it's the company kind of landline, if you like, the main company number, and the vast majority of companies still advertise a main number, then the question is, who answers that number in your organisation? Just have a think about it. Where does that go? Who's the first point of call? I mean, I, I accept that you know they're not there all the time and there'll be a second person who answers it. Is it a traditional receptionist type person? Or does it just float around until someone picks it up? So, question is, to ask yourself within your organisation, the person or the persons who are answering the calls, how helpful are they? And what happens to that call if you have to transfer me internally? Have you got some, what's your, what's your on-hold music or message like? When was the last time you checked that? Most companies have got horrendous, horrible on-hold music that screeches at you and, it, and it's much louder than the rest of your message. All they've got messages that are just corny and repetitive and rubbish. Not very well done. So here's the challenge. The first person in your organisation who answers any call needs to be really good. In fact, I think they need to be the best person you've got in your organisation you know, who comes best at customer relationship building. The person, if you had a room full of customers and you had to choose one member of your team to go and inter- mingle with them and talk to them and start conversations with them, who would that be? And you might say, well, oh, we, can't, we can't be having senior people answering the phone. Well, why not? Because if I'm a potential customer, then get your best person to answer the phone and turn me into a real customer, not risk somebody answering the phone who doesn't know what they're doing or they're relatively junior and it gives me the wrong impression and I make excuses and I hang up. It's because, you know, in that first nine seconds, we've got a lot of challenges. So you've got to get over, you've got to, uh, you've got to match the tone of voice of the caller. You've got to be friendly. You've got to create a perception of helpfulness. And in all of that, you're trying to convince me in those nine seconds that I made the right choice, that yours is the company I should be buying the product or service from. And to do that, you know, you have to adapt then to the pace and tone of the caller, which means that a lot of the time you have to be a bit of a chameleon on the phone, really. So, you know, you have to have a person who's good at people adaption, if you like. You don't need to be somebody completely different. You still need to be authentic and be yourself, but you you just have to be good at spotting what they want and in what, in what order and at what pace. So if they want to have a little bit of chat with you, that's great. But if they clearly want to crack on and get, get this sorted, then you have to respond to that way as well. And that's why you need a good person on the phone. You need a really good person who's not only you know knows all the company inside out, but also understands how it is to deal with people. And maybe you've had a bit of training on it. I don't know. So those calls are really important because, you know, it's, isn't it? You know, it's easier to send an email, isn't it? I mean, how many of us send an email rather than make a call? So, you know, if you're thinking that way, then when you do make a call, it must be pretty important, mustn't it? And, you know, the same applies to live chat. It's easier to not get involved in live chat. It's easier to send a standard email and just sit there and wait for a reply and then email ping pong it. 
because live chat means that you know you have to you, you're giving you commit to time and if you make if I make a call to you or I go on live chat I am committing my time to you because I'm, I'm you know I know it's going to happen right now I know I've got to you know interact with you right now so on that basis don't rush me off the phone I worked with I worked with an organisation recently and 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 it seemed as though all they wanted to do was try and rush the customer through the incoming call, get them off the phone, and then get back to them by email. So we had a look at that and said, well, okay, that, why are we doing that? If the customer's rung you, they've made a commitment to their time. So they've said, I'm happy to give you my time, as long as you don't go on for hours and hours and hours, but I'm happy to give you my time. You don't need to rush me off the phone. Because if you say, oh, I'll get someone to call you back, then you're, you know, then you're eating into my time as a customer because it might not be convenient for me to take your call. It's convenient now because I've made, you know, I've made the call. So don't rush people off the phone. If they've made the call to you, keep them on the phone, get as much information as you can from them and all that sort of stuff. Because, you know, the, it's all about momentum. Buying, you know, is all about momentum and therefore creating sales is all about momentum. So the moment I pick up the phone to you, my momentum is running. I'm thinking, right, the reason I'm picking up the phone is because I'm interested in their product or service or working with them. As soon as I put the phone down, the momentum starts to wane. So if you're saying to me, oh, I'll tell you what, I'll get someone to call you back. Uh, hang up and we'll get someone to call you back. Then the momentum is already waning. If you say to me, oh, I'll, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll get someone to send you an email with all the information. My momentum is waning. So you can see how important it is to keep my momentum going as long as possible on that call. So what is it I want from you when I ring you up? Well, I want my call answered, clearly. That, you know, you know that may be funny, but, but it does happen. People don't answer phones. Um, I, want some, I want it being professional. I want it to be helpful. I want you to make me feel like the most important caller of the day. And I don't want to be passed around and I don't want to be called back. Because that, that's not what I'm asking for. I'm saying I've made a decision to call you. So, as I said earlier, switch the mentality. If that phone rings in your office, switch the mentality from it's just an inquiry from someone who's going to be a waste of time to someone who's ready to buy. And have your best customer relationship builder answer the phone if possible. Now... If your on-hold music is rub rubbish, then check out one of our sponsors, voicebuddy.co.uk. Toby and Amy are really good at making great messages, on-hold messages for companies. Check out their website, voicebuddy.co.uk. And if you're not sure how well your phone is answered, then ring it yourself. Ring the company number and just check it out. R get someone to ring your mobile and get them to feedback on how long it takes you to answer your mobile in terms of your voicemail and what the message says. Uh, if you if you're worried that you know it's a it's a company and then people recognise you on the phone, then get you get one of your friends to do it, or or you could hire a professional company to do some mystery shopping. You can learn an awful lot if you're in uh, certain sectors. Certainly, if you're in the motor sector or the property sector, and you're using things like uh, um, some of the main motor sites like Autotrader.co.uk or Rightmove.co.uk, they will record incoming calls for you. And you can listen to them. And if they do record those calls, then listen to them because you'll get great insight. You're not trying to catch people out, and you know, but you are trying to enhance and improve your business, aren't you? And some way, some, you have to do that. You have to go through that process. Because if you're not very good at calls, you will be losing business.
So there we go. That's the message for today. <laughs> it's quite hard hitting, but I think it's I think it's really important. So overall, you know, think about the way and check the way that you answer those calls. Because nowadays, you know, a call is massively valuable. You don't want to waste it. You don't want to miss out on the business that it could bring. So it's worth doing that. It's worth thinking about it. It's worth checking it and worth looking at the way, the whole structure. It's one of the last things people look at. Oh, well, we've got receptionists who takes the calls. But does that person know everything about your business? Are they really good with customers? Or you know, are they creating the right environment and atmosphere for you? Right, that's it for this week. Now, next week is episode 100. Wow. Haven't quite worked out what I'm going to do yet for next week, all right? But I think what I'm probably going to do is go through some highlights and give you my uh, top tips that I've picked up and learned myself from recording the 100 episodes of the podcast. So, uh, yeah, so quite a challenge to do that. (laughs) Anyway, if you want to share the podcast, please do so, you know, and subscribe for free and leave me a review. That would be great because reviews do matter and they help me get up podcast rankings, I think, and all that sort of stuff. So I'm only doing this for you. You know, it's all about you. It's all to help you make better use of your business. Now, if you want to talk to me about coming into your business and delivering, I've got an exciting new customer experience workshop product, which I've been uh, using uh, in the last few months. And it's very interactive and it's links to marketing and sales within your organization. And it's great. It can be a great way of getting great feedback from everybody in your organization about where you need to go next and what you need to do. Makes people feel wanted. I've uh, done a couple of sessions recently and had tremendous feedback from the from the business owners about the way that you know the people sort of responded to it. And uh, and it's also a way of saying to your people and your team, you're all very important, and we want to use this session to get all of your ideas collated. So. Uh, it's, 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 yeah, it works really well. So uh, give me a call or drop me an email, trevorleemedia.co.uk, and we'll, uh, we'll talk about fixing up to do that as well. Okay, so I hope that's been useful. Um, see you on episode 100. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media. If your organisation needs to transform its sales activity and re-energise its sales team, or you need help with a key presentation or sales pitch, then please get in touch with Trevor via trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or call him on 07785 390 717. If you enjoyed the podcast, please do leave a review on iTunes or via your podcast app. Thank you.